The Side Piece A novel by J.M. Vela Narrated by Dr. Joe Vio Chapter 12 Exasperated, Mary Ann scrolled through her contacts, looking for the personal numbers of Chase's staff. She found Chris and texted him, Must find Chase. Family emergency. Please help. Chris was Chase's first hire in the early days of Howard and Associates and served as the team leader. He was a full ten years younger than his broker, but Chase came to trust his young protege with full access to all company business, including certain confidential aspects of his personal life as well. Chris was shrewd enough to understand the value of discretion when it came to his boss's personal matters. He noted the urgent brevity of Marianne's text message. Shit, this must be really important. He texted back. Got it, he responded. We'll text him now. He pulled his cell phone from his back pocket. Chase, call Marianne now. Emergency. He paused, then added, Sorry to bother you. Chris waited five minutes, and when Chase failed to respond, took a deep breath and dialed Chase with the emergency breakthrough feature. Chase rolled over at the sound of his cell phone buzzing at full volume, fumbling to release himself from the tangle of bedding. <sighs> I thought you silenced your phone, Shonda grumbled, pulling the bedsheet over her bare skin. What gives? I did silence it. Hold on. He stumbled over to his sport coat and fished the cell phone out of the pocket. This is Chase. Hey, your wife, something's going down. Marianne sounds desperate. You better call her. Chase hung up, not bothering to thank Chris, and called Marianne. Chase? Marianne's voice had a breathless quality that unnerved him. Yeah, yeah, it's me. Chris got hold of me. What's going on? Are the kids okay? I need you to get to Mercy General Emergency right now. It's Jack. They think he had a seizure. Her voice cracked as she started to cry despite her efforts to sound in control. I'll be right there. Chase hung up the phone and rushed to pull on his clothes. Let me guess, Shonda groaned. She needs you to watch the kids while she gets a pedicure. Jack had a seizure. He pushed his feet into the loafers, not bothering to look at her. Oh, God, is he all right? Shonda tried to sound concerned, though in all honesty, she assumed Marianne was overreacting. I'll call you. He ran out the door, down three flights of stairs, past the reception desk, and straight to the valet's kiosk. I need my keys, now! He barked at the valet, handing him his ticket. Sure thing. Jesse will be right up to bring your car round for you, Mr. Howard. No, just tell me where my car's parked. I'll get it myself. The valet pointed to Chase's BMW that was parked just a few rows away within view. Chase pushed the valet out of his way 
and grabbed his keys from the assortment hanging on small hooks under the kiosk. He ran full speed to his car, jumping in and tearing out of the covered parking lot in total disregard of the five-mile-per-hour speed sign. The valet shrugged, assuming he would get his tip when the frenzied Mr. Howard returned from wherever he was in such a hurry to get to. In the meantime, Shonda stretched out on the bed, looking up at the ceiling. She was taking deep cleansing breaths to try to contain her anger at Marianne for stealing her special time with Chase. She tried to tell herself that Chase was reacting as any parent would when faced with an emergency, but her feelings of envy and disdain for Marianne's control over him surpassed any inkling of reason or empathy. The little bastard probably had an anxiety attack, she mumbled. Chase will be so pissed when he finds out it was nothing. She's so manipulative. She pulled the covers up to her chin and hummed to herself, anticipating Chase would be back soon with a frustrating story and renewed energy to make up for the time Marianne wasted. Chase rushed through the emergency room doors and went straight to the admittance desk to demand to see his son, only to be stopped abruptly by the receptionist who insisted on taking his temperature and forcing him to don a paper surgical mask. Please place this over your nose and mouth, she deadpanned. Have you experienced any shortness of breath, fever, lethargy, congestion, or body aches? No. Where's my boy, Jack Howard? He's being moved to the pediatric ward. Are you an immediate family member? I'm Miss Valder. The receptionist moved at a snail's pace down the hall to consult with the emergency room nurse. She paused several times on the way back, chit-chatting with other staff members and helping herself to a forkful of cheesecake while Chase anxiously paced back and forth, watching her every move. When she finally reached the desk, she frowned disapprovingly. He'll be in room 201 in the north wing. Take the elevator to the second floor and follow the signs to pediatrics. Got it. You'll need to show your ID at the nurse's station. Chase didn't bother to thank her and ran to the elevator. It also seemed to take its sweet time to reach the lobby. As the doors opened, he rushed in and quickly hit the button for floor two, ignoring the elderly man pushing his wife in a wheelchair toward the elevator. They could wait. Room 201 was a short walk from the elevator through a set of double doors. He tried the door, realizing it was locked, and pushed the buzzer. Pediatrics. Patient's name, please, asked the voice over the intercom. Jack Howard. I'm his dad. The door unlocked with the sound of a buzzer, and Chase walked straight to the nurse's station. The blonde nurse motioned for him to approach and slapped a small red sticker on his blazer. Your wife told me to expect you, Mr. Howard. Jack is in the second room to the right. Grateful for some semblance of understanding, Chase felt himself choking up and took a deep breath. Th thanks a lot. Is he? Is my boy okay? The nurse smiled sympathetically. He's stable and awake. I'm sure he'll be glad to see his daddy. Oh.